The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. The locker room, they've left the building. Locker room is closed, and it's time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Got Road Dog. He's ready to go. Our producer, engineer, Derek Thomas, ready to hit hit the ground running today. Got his Braves cap on. Ready for this postseason to get underway. And aren't we all, man? Hump day Wednesday. Hopefully your day's off to a great start. As we broadcast live from the Battery Atlanta. Listen to the fan many ways, 680 AM, 93.7 FM. Listen at 680thefan.com. Click and watch. And also that fan app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct. Say it with me. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you up and coming. 10 o'clock hour sponsor, Dupree Plumbing. You can go with the plumber I trust and score $50 off your next plumbing service. Now let's get to work. Bucks. Big. Take. Bring on the Phillies. The Braves have the best one-two punch at the top of the rotation in baseball. And this year, both Freed and Strider appear to be in much better form entering this postseason. Max Fried is rested. His blister situation appears to be under control. Based on last night's five-inning, 76-pitch intra-squad performance, bring on the Phillies. Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. Last year this time, remember, Spencer Strider was running out of gas and that oblique was hurting. Remember that? Right now, he's the ace of the staff at the top of his game, about to win the Cy Young Award, and has a six-year, $75 million contract in his back pocket. 99 is full of confidence. And listen to this. Strider has owned the Phillies this season, winning all four starts in dominating fashion. Striking out 42 and 26 innings. Swarber, Turner, Harper, and Real Muto are a combined 10 for 64 with 26 strikeouts against 99 this season. Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. The educated guest here says Strider is motivated, too. Remember game three of the LDS last year? Let me remind you. Strider... Got rocked in Philadelphia. Did not get out of the third inning in a 9-1 to loss. It was his first start in a month, and he had lost five miles an hour off his fastball because of that oblique. He exited that game feeling like he had let the team and the organization down. And, folks, that is a great motivator. 
entering his game one start on Saturday. Bring on the Phillies. Strider and Freed are set to get two starts if this series goes five games. Two starts apiece. And both are entering the postseason physically ready to dominate. We've got the best one-two punch in baseball. Bring on the Phillies. And there's your big take. Bring on the weak-ass Phillies. And that is brought to you by Ace Hardware. Many locations around Metro Atlanta. Go to acehardware.com and find the one nearest you. So I'm all fired up, man. We're going to see some postseason bay. We saw, oh, we saw it yesterday, and it got me ready, all riled up and ready to go. Also fired up about this Georgia game coming up on Saturday. 7 o'clock kickoff in Athens, undefeated Kentucky showing up, feeling good about themselves and looking to uh, take care of Georgia. Don't you know Kentucky's tired of losing to Georgia? Don't you just know it? I mean, put yourself in their shoes. Year after year after year in football, Georgia hits them upside the head and takes them down. It's sort of like the reverse of what goes on in basketball when Kentucky year after year after year beats up on the Georgia basketball team. It's the reverse of that. Kentucky probably feeling really good when they look in the mirror right now. Rated in the top 20. Mark Stoops has got him playing a solid brand of football. Talked about it yesterday, how Ray Davis, a running back, uh, ran roughshod over the Gators. Absol- absolutely dominated Florida. So they're feeling good offensively. They just get Devin Leary and that passing attack going. Hopefully that won't happen on Saturday. So that was the topic yesterday. Today we're going to flip it around. Look at the other side of the ball. Talk about this Kentucky defense, which is playing really well. Their defensive coordinator, Brad White, one of the better coordinators that you see in the Deep South. They've got 14 sacks already, nine forced turnovers already, five games into the season. Shut down that Gators running attack. They averaged something like two and a half yards a carry in that game, Florida did. And looking at video, doing some video analysis last night, it's the old quarterback coming out in me. You got to watch the opposing team and check out their, their defense on video and break them down a little bit. That front seven Kentucky has is really impressive. I mean, they play physical. They get after you. They got people in the box that can get your butt on the ground. And I tell you, the guy that really stands out is their defensive tackle, Deion Walker. And he stands out for a couple of reasons. One, he wears zero is his number. Looks really small on the big boy, doesn't it? Uh, no, because he's 6'6", 340 pounds. Yeah, well, does the zero looks funny is all I'm saying. Yeah, it does. I mean, what, you know, what happened to uh, the defensive tackle? He's supposed to be 99, right? <laughs> Wearing a 70s or a 90s uniform number. Now uh, anything goes. So he wears zero. And he's easy to find because he's a mountain of a man. I mean, he looks a little bit like uh, Big uh, Davis now playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. 6'6", 340 pounds. Easy guy to find. Just look for zero. And you'll see the big dude. Cedric Van Pran and the two offensive guards, they've got their work cut out for them going up against this guy. 6'6", 
Yeah, I uh, I know Kirby was talking about him the other day. Did you hear what Kirby had to say? Let's hear it. Extremely athletic for a large man. They, they do more with him probably than we did with Jordan. They don't play him at the zero nose. They move him out to the five technique, the four eye. They dropped him against Florida in the interception play. I mean, it's unique as you'll see a human being 6'6", 350 dropping, and they mix it up with the guy. He was a talented player. We recruited him here. Uh, he's gotten better. He's a kind of a wrecking ball in there. You know, he knocks people back. So this offensive line for Georgia is going to have their work cut out for him, both blocking this guy and getting the running game going. They're playing a 3-4 scheme, and against Georgia, I'm sure they're going to have seven in the box all day long. And so what Georgia needs to do, and I guess this is the point in time where I tell Bobo how to go about game planning and play calling. You're not the only one doing that, Buck. Bobo's done a great job so far. Really love the job he's doing over there. One of the better offensive coordinators in college football, regardless of what the critics are saying. This Georgia offense facing this Kentucky defense, this passing game needs to step up on Saturday. They're going to put seven in the box and try to control your run game. you got to make them pay. And you do that. I believe by using the run-action fakes and taking shots down the field is the best way to do that. Now, you know, you hear the term play-action. These days I use the term run-action, which is really what it is. You're showing them a running play, and then the quarterback's taking a shot in the passing game. Got Lad McConkey back out there making plays. Got Brock Bowers to get the ball to. And target. And I think this is a game where Arian Smith can make a real difference with explosive plays down the field. If you're going to load up against the run game, you got to make them pay with shots in the passing game. Now, a year ago, Georgia, Monken, uh, his offense only scored 19 points in the game. 19 points. Kentucky did a good job, their defense against, against Monken's offense and, and Stetson Bennett, 19 points. <laughs> Fortunately, the Georgia defense shut their butts down. They did nothing offensively last season, absolutely nothing. Kick some field goals, I think they did. So this Georgia offense, the passing game, I'm going to put them under the spotlight on Saturday night between the hedges. Need to make them pay. That's what they need to do. Score some points. Play out front. Make them play catch up. Make them get out of that run game they've got. Hit some explosives in the uh, in the passing game. Again, get Arian Smith involved. You got Brock Bowers you want to target about 10 times. You got Lad McConkey on third down. You're going to give him some opportunities. Uh, you got uh, Lovett has come on. Ra Ra Thomas has come on. And I don't think when, when Kentucky studies the Georgia offense, they're going to be really that uh, obsessed with the Georgia passing attack. I'm sure they're impressed with Carson Beck and the way he's been playing. Good decision-making, doesn't put the ball in harm's way, really good in the pocket, cool, calm, and collected. Hope to see Georgia tear him up with that passing attack on Saturday. We'll talk more about it the rest of the week. 
Hey, want to remind you, 680 Harris Tailgate Central Series returns to Athens on Saturday for another free tailgate. Join Atlanta Sports Station. That would be us. This Saturday before Georgia takes on Kentucky for a huge free tailgate in Athens. The party's going to get underway at 3.30. You can have plenty of time to uh, get ready for the game time at 7 o'clock. We've got a prime tailgate location behind the Athens Banner Herald right next to the Classic Center on Thomas, uh, Thomas Street in East Clayton. We're going to have complimentary libations from Corona, Jim Beam, the long drink, free food from Bojangles, Gordo's Cheese Truck, live music from all that. All that's all over the place, man. Thanks to Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, The Long Drink, Jim Beam, Corona, Body Armor Flash IV, Bojangles, Gordo's Cheese Dip, and Zero FG Energy Drink. Get your free tickets now at 680thefan.com slash tailgatecentral. And remember, dude, you got to be 21 to get in there. Can you dig it? Which is going to eliminate a lot of the students, by the way. I bet there's going to be some fake IDs. They're trying to get in the free tailgate. All right, coming up next, Mort's going to take us through the NFL, and then we get back into college football. We preview some of the other big games on tap this weekend. A lot at stake. I'll tell you what that is coming up next. You got the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. Man, so appreciate you hanging out with me on the Buck Blues show Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, here on the fan. Nick and Chris are going to be hanging out later today. At uh, Hooters on Comp Parkway, Cumberland, for the start of baseball's postseason. Nick and Chris, you got Chuck and Chernoff. 6-4-3 with uh, Dylan and Wiley. 680 promo team. Going to have giveaways throughout the day, including, get this, a pair of postseason baseball tickets. That's Hooters on Cobb Parkway. And we'll be taken over from 11 to 9. That is today. And all your world championship coverage for the NLDS series is sponsored by our good friends at Truist. Isn't it time for more? The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. That's right. And Mort joins us on the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. I saw Hobson and Hobson here at the fan earlier this morning. Mort, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling better than I was last week. Mort, you're a gamer, man. I mean, you're the toughest dude I know. 
Yeah, I think I think I've turned soft. <laughs> no, you hadn't. <laughs> More, tell us what the knock on C.J. Stroud was going into the draft. I know he went too. Seemed to be yeah. a lot of doubters out there going into the draft. Yeah, it was really interesting because, you know, Ohio State is always loaded with offensive linemen, great receivers, and, you know, they've had some quarterbacks come into the league and just not be that good. I mean, just average. And uh, then we got into this processing testing where he didn't do well. And one team in particular asked him to retest, and he did worse. Now, if you watch the tape, and if you watched him against Georgia, and some people wondered about his ability to make off-platform throws. But really, the guy was so accurate. And uh, it's clear right now, he was the best quarterback in the draft. Oh, there's, yeah, there's no doubt about it, man. I mean, he's off to a great start also. Yeah, and the, and the thing about it is that I sit here and say, you know, I I actually watched the Texans some last year. I said, you know, they have some offensive talent and, and, and some defensive talent. And they bring in D'Amico Ryans as the head coach from the 49ers. Uh, you know, a great selection. But then uh, – and I'm sitting there saying, and, you know, CJ's going to have a chance – to play behind one of the better offensive line, but they're actually banged up and he's playing at a high, high level and such a high level that, you know, there's nothing you can say that is indicates that this is, this is a, this is a mirage. You know, he's going to end up being one of the top dozen quarterbacks in the league. And right now, uh, four games into his rookie season, one of the top quarterbacks when you look at the total QBR analytics stat right there. Uh, Falcons have their work cut out handling him and this Texans offense on Sunday. And I say what, they uh, they got a head coach who knows a little bit about defense also. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, D'Amico Ryans, uh, you know, he played there in Houston. Uh, always people who have been coached with him. Always, I've always thought this is a this is a guy who's a future head coach, and uh, you know Nick Casario, this, you know the GM of the Texans, he's taken a lot of knocks, but what he did this past draft, when everybody was saying C.J. Stroud isn't the guy, he takes C.J. Stroud second, and then packages previous picks to go up and get Will Anderson who they really felt they had to have on the team with the very next pick. And among those picks, by the way, that he used to package was one of the picks that he received from Cleveland when they traded Deshaun Watson. Mort, the the Bengals, you think they're better off if they rested Joe Burrow? He's going to get killed out there, man, with that. And he's got that uh, calf situation where he can't move around, they can't protect him. What do you think the Bengals are thinking right now? Uh, I think I think it's it's a dilemma. I mean, you know, if you if you if you feel like hey, we can we can win this by playing a different way, and our defense has got to play at a high level, that's one thing. But you know, when you sit there and see him get hit as much as he's getting hit, and you know, a quarterback's got to be able to protect himself 
if he can't protect himself, it's a huge problem. And and, and so to do that, you got to be able to move around. He's he's masterful manipulating the pocket, but uh, that hasn't been the case. I don't know. I I think it's I, I think it's they're a very tough spot. And you know, they're, here they are. They're getting ready to go to Arizona. Oh, everybody say that's an easy win. No, that's not an easy win. Well, Mort, I'm looking forward to Sunday night. NBC's got a good one. Cowboys 3-1, and one, taking on the undefeated 49ers. Can't wait to see this one. Two of the teams that look like they, you know, might be on a, a Super Bowl run this year. I know some people would be shocked to see the Cowboys get there. But uh, what are you making of what's going on with Dallas and San Francisco? Well, I like what Jerry Jones said, which was, you know, the 49ers are the team that it obviously is a pick to, to go to the Super Bowl. He didn't mention the fact that the team in his own division almost won the Super Bowl last year in Philadelphia. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, listen, the 49ers, are, especially with the way Brock Purdy is playing and, and getting more and more time, uh, you, you know, I have a tough time seeing the Cowboys beating the 49ers. Sunday night and uh, maybe in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, maybe in the playoffs too. It was, it's just, it's just uh, the Cowboys. To me, they look good. They, they don't strike me as a world. I mean, as, as a uh, as a championship team. I mean, a high level, you know, an NFC championship team. More. What about Aaron Rodgers? Any chance we're going to see him play before the end of the year? No, well, he certainly is talking like it. And, I guess, you know, what's he like to say? You could, you can manifest it. <laughs> well, you know, are you are you sure if you're the Jets, you want him to come back in in, in late December or January if you're down two games? Yeah, you know, hey, listen, you, you want this guy back and ready for next season. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. You still have a team that's going to be really good and probably even better next year, uh, but. You know, there's nothing wrong with him trying and letting him go, uh, but uh, but you know, I just think that you, I, I just think you got to kind of put the caution flag on him. But let's let's see how it goes. You know, the one I'm concerned about right now is like Von Miller of the Bills. You know, they're going to uh, London to play Jacksonville this week. And he's saying, you know, you might bet on him playing. Well, he had an ACL last November. You know, my understanding, they weren't even going to think about playing him until after week six. So he's eligible to play now. And I just, I just think it's too early for him to go back out there. Boy, those Jaguars, they've set up shop over there. They set up shop and, uh, they get to stay, they stayed there. And, uh, you know, they're, it's, you know, this is the type of game they're playing Buffalo after Buffalo has a big win over Miami. And, you know, right now you wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars came back and won that game. You know, they have an advantage with, with the time zone changes and all those things. More great insight. Uh, continue to get stronger, man. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, Buck. Thanks a lot. Chris Mortensen, our truest NFL insider. And, hey, we got another tailgate going on Sunday, too. 680 The Fan, Harris, Cherokee Casino, Tailgate Central, Dirty Bird Tailgate is back. Got a free tailgate coming up. 
Uh, looking forward to that one. I'm sure you are each week. Enjoy complimentary ice-cold Coronas and the long drink, libations from Deep Eddie Vodka and Larceny Bourbon, bites from the Flying Biscuit Cafe and WNB Factory and live party music. Buy all that. Download your free tailgate ticket now at 680thefan.com slash tailgate central and you can join us for another party in the fail tale in the fan tailgate series you got to be 21 or older again want to thank our sponsors for this great event harris cherokee casino and resorts flying biscuit cafes larceny bourbon the long drink corona deep eddie vodka wnb factory the georgia hemp company and body armor flash iv All right, we got two of the top teams in the West. SEC here and two of the top teams in the East in the SEC facing off this weekend. Already talked about Georgia and Kentucky. And want to talk about Alabama and A&M, the game out West. Going to be going down at College Station, Kyle Field. Man, that, I tell you what, that crowd noise is going to be a factor. And I put my eyes on Alabama and Starkville on Saturday night. There were some impressive things looking at Alabama. There were some not-so-impressive things watching the Crimson Tide live and in person. And I'll tell you what's impressive is how big this Alabama offensive line is. They look like an NFL-caliber offensive line when you see them take the field. I mean, you got Proctor, 360 pounds. You got Booker, 350 pounds. Latham, 360 pounds. Uh, they average 340 pounds on the offensive line. But I don't think Texas A&M's going to be intimidated by that because they got some big boys, too. I mean, you got Turner. 330, Jackson, 320-plus, Walter Nolan, another big boy. I mean, there's going to be some big bodies knocking heads in this one on uh, Saturday afternoon. The winner of this matchup on the line of scrimmage probably going to win the game. And it's because Alabama needs to be able to run the football to win, especially on the road in a hostile environment taking on this Texas A&M uh, defensive line. Texas A&M, number 20 in college football against the run. So coming into this game, they've done a really good job shutting down the opponent's run game. And that's what Alabama needs to do. I know Milrow had his best game passing Saturday night, but look, a lot of that was, you know, just getting outside the pocket, running around, finding an open receiver. Not buying into the fact this Alabama passing game is all about that. So Alabama's going to have to run it because they don't want to throw it too much. They're bottom 10 and sacks allowed already. And this Texas A&M defense is going to be up there uh, tough, playing the run tough. Really looking forward to seeing this one. Alabama got that run game going last week. McClellan and Williams and then Milrow, they all combined for 36 carries, 176 yards. That's about five yards a carry. 
And some of that with Milrow was just the quarterback draw and the quarterback scrambling on passing plays. Alabama favored by three points, I believe it is. I don't check it all the time, but I believe we started the week with Alabama a three-point favorite. And the winner of this game is going to take the lead out in the SEC West. So looking forward to seeing this one. By the way, Max Johnson, probably not as physically gifted as the quarterback A&M lost, but he's smart. He's accurate with the football. You got Bobby Petrino game planning against Kevin Steele in this Alabama defense. So you're going to see Max Johnson with a good plan, good play calls. Most important for them facing a really good Alabama defense is to stay away from those negative plays. Stay out of those obvious passing situations. And get the ball in the hands of that Anaya Smith, playmaker out of the slot. This game was close last season. Remember, Milrow got his first start. Bryce Young was banged up. Alabama won in Tuscaloosa 24-20. And the Tide had a goal line stand the very end of the game. So this is going to be awesome on Saturday. How about Georgia Tech, too? They've replaced their defensive coordinator, demoted him. Tech gets ready to take the field. And I believe that Brent Key spoke about this yesterday. Brent Key talking about the change he had to make on defense. Let's hear from him. You know, the right time to, to, to make a change, to have a new voice, to have uh, you know some, some new type of uh, you know energy leading the leading the group on defense. So again, wanting a knee-jerk reaction, like everything, it's it's something that we evaluate every week, evaluate you know all three sides of the ball, uh, and, and all the coaches and all the players. So uh, you know at the end of the day, performance is, is what matters, and, and, and that's that's uh, that's where we stand. That's why the decision was made. And Brent Key pulled the trigger, man. Head coaches have to make tough decisions. And this obviously is a tough decision when you're making a change in the middle of the season. But 38 unanswered points by Bowling Green. I mean, that would lean you toward making a, a tough decision defensively. And that's what he did. I credit him for that. A lot of coaches would have probably sat on it. But they're facing the Miami Hurricanes on Saturday night down in Miami. And the Hurricanes coming into this one 4-0, looking good on offense. Their quarterback, Van Dyke, one of the top-rated quarterbacks in the game this year so far through four games. Tech's going to have to play well. They are 21-point underdogs taking on the Canes. wonder if John Michael's going to be uh, enjoying that one. There's some more college for, uh, football for you right there. Looking forward to Texas and Oklahoma. We'll dive into that one tomorrow on the show. Right now, it's time for the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line, Georgia linebacker Smile Mondon, the SEC Defensive Player of the Week for Week 11, 11 tackles. Smile, you must be happy about your individual performance at Auburn. 
Uh, to be honest, nah. Uh, I feel like I could have played a lot better. You know, it was some stuff that I kind of um, kind of messed up on early on in the game that I feel like I could uh, for sure uh, play better. Well, those folks in the SEC are loving the way you uh, you played, man. So, yeah, these uh, these fans. I heard the boys at the coffee shop complaining about you know Georgia giving up twenty points, and I'm thinking, you know, that any team in college football would would take that every single week, twenty points a game. Uh, the standard sets pretty high, though. What you guys have done the last two years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that's like a good problem to have, though, you know, the defenses we had in the past. You know, uh, it just sets like a goal for us to reach. And, you know, I feel like we still got to uh, keep improving to get to that goal and meet the standard. What was Auburn doing in the run game early to give you guys some trouble? Uh, they played hard, and then um, their quarterback ran the ball well, too. So that kind of was a, a plus for their offense. And then um, I think they just overall just ran the ball good. Looked like the issue was on the edge, uh, containment, that kind of thing. Uh, looked like you guys got it solved, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So preparing for a physical matchup this week against Kentucky, uh, they ran for, seemed like, 700 yards against the Florida Gators here as you settle in in preparation, getting ready for this coming week. And running back Ray Davis, uh, beast against Florida. So you get ready for that downhill run facing a, a physical run game this week. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I'm excited for it, really. You know, they got a real good running back, a good offensive line. Um, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a good matchup. You guys on third down have been tremendous. Auburn, two for 12. I, I think you're allowing only a 27% conversion rate so far this season. Uh, tell us about the third down play you guys have been producing. Uh, I feel like um, the coaches do a good job in, um, with the play calling, and I feel like we go out there and execute. How about being on the road in the SEC for the first time uh, this season? That you know, you survived, you got through it. Uh, this is only going to make the team better out uh, down the road, right? Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's only going to make us better. You know, so um, it was kind of like a game to learn from. How are you feeling about this team as we close in on the the midseason here in a couple of weeks? About uh, about Georgia or about Kentucky? yeah, about your team? About our team? I feel like uh, I feel like we still got a ways to go. But I feel like that's a good thing, though. You know, we still got a lot of improvement we could do, and I feel like we haven't reached our uh, potential yet. But I feel like we're gonna uh, we gonna get there, though. A little extra satisfaction going on going on the road in the SEC and winning. Yeah. <laughs> well, smile. Keep up the great work, man. Congratulations on the SEC Player of the Week award, and look forward to talking to you uh, down the road, brother. Bad. Thank you. Looking forward to it too. Always great to catch up with some of these Georgia players and get an assist from Road Dog Gillespie working that Georgia scene every single week. Hope you enjoy that. Hey, the 680 Green Card's back. The deal of the year allows you to play six of the area's best courses for a low price of $199. We're going to hook you up with six rounds of golf and a cart for only $199. And we're talking Cherokee Run, Collins Hill, Country Club of Gwinnett, Mystery Valley, Sequoia National, and Wolf Creek, a $470 value for just $199. Qualities are limited. I think we just got a few of these left, and they're going to sell out fast. You might want to jump on it. Right now, cards are on sale. You can find those at 680thefan.com. Got some Falcons talk coming up next. You won't believe what a big-timer in the media has said about the about the Falcons and what they should do. And then I'm going to uh, congratulate 
a, a college football team for uh, doing something they needed to do. You got the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. show here on the fan and we got the falcons getting ready for a home game they've been away for a couple of weeks and it's been a tough go lost two in a row get back in mbs on sunday taking on the texans at one o'clock a lot of people on our quarterback desmond ritter and the job he's doing obviously have not been on the ritter bandwagon as you know coming into the year, but I'm not going to sit here and kick him around. we got enough people doing that. And I've been critical of uh, Arthur Smith, the uh, offensive coaching staff in the front office, for trying to sell everybody that this kid was ready to play winning football. Four games, uh, four starts into his career. And now four games later, now these people are wanting to get rid of him. I predicted that too, by the way, that he would struggle And then the people that were totally on Desmond Ritter's bandwagon would jump off that bandwagon and they'd start they'd start uh, pulling for Taylor Heineke to get out there and play some ball. And I'm hearing more and more of that this week. But there are some people in this industry, the sports talk industry. uh, We got the TV sports TV industry also. And you've got uh, this Mike Greenberg character for ESPN. And he does that morning show. What's the name of that show they do in the morning? Uh, Get Up or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Is that Get Up? (laughs) I can't say I've ever been a big fan of Greeny because he says some things that lead me to believe he's not really uh, that educated of a sports guy. He just isn't. So well, let's hear what he said. Uh, the most one of the most recent unbelievable things that he said in our "Say What" segment. Did anyone watch Atlanta play yesterday morning? Desmond Ritter is absolutely not capable of being that team's quarterback. And the sad part is, they could be pretty good. They've got a ton of good players on that offense, and he is not in any way capable of running it. You put Justin Fields on that team right now with Arthur Smith dialing up some offense. Give them a couple of weeks to figure out what they want to do. You get Drake London involved. You get Kyle Pitts involved. You got Bijan now. I think the Falcons should make a trade for Justin Fields right this minute. 
Yeah, trade for him right now, huh? That sounds like a Jets fan talking, which Greeny is, by the way. So we need to uh, trade and get Justin Fields in here. Now, I would believe the Chicago Bears fans would love to see see them cut the cord on uh, Justin Fields. Things aren't going well, real well right now. In fact, I think the first guy that should go is their head coach. Justin Fields, they've got a lot invested in him, man. And he showed some flashes of being able to make it in this league. Poor coaching, though, can make a quarterback look bad. See Fields growing as a quarterback, but uh, trade him to the Falcons four games into the season? Come on, Greeny! What you talking about, man? Falcons getting ready for the Texans on Sunday, and uh, I believe we're going to see Desmond Ritter get the snaps in that game. I would, though. I'm interested in seeing what Taylor Heineke could do. And I don't think that would ruin uh, Desmond Ritter here with the Falcons if they, let's say Ritter gets off to a tough start in the first half. You got Art says, you know what, let's, let's give uh, Heineke a look. And then Heineke goes out and the Falcons offense comes back. Let's say they win the game and Heineke would uh, take over as the starting quarterback. I don't think Ritter's career is over at that point in time to me. Arthur Smith and his coaching staff, they're three years into this turnaround. They better get some uh, W's over there in the win column, brother. So whatever it takes to get those wins, it's going to help Arthur Smith keep his job. And a young quarterback like Ritter probably wouldn't hurt him now to take a step back, stand back on the sideline, and uh, maybe that could help him get some things figured out. Falcons need to win. And if Ritter's holding them back... They need to put the backup out there who did a really good job in Washington, by the way. He's got a winning record. He's a winning quarterback. I wouldn't mind seeing that go down. But trading for Justin Fields, Greeny, are you serious? That is ridiculous. <laughs> My feelings exactly. Now let's get to the North sea, Northeast Georgia Medical Center Injury Report. It's now time for the Northeast Georgia Health System Injury Report. Improving the health of the community in all we do. A lot of people uh, can't wait to see Cordell Patterson get back on the field. He's had a thigh injury. It's kept him out of the first four games. Sounds like he should be available to go on Sunday. My knee... No, this is the thigh, not the Ow, knee. The thigh. No, not the ribs. The thigh, Finn. Look out. I'll tell you what, Patterson uh, could boost the offense a little bit. Maybe help on the return game as far as special teams go. I'm about ready to see a little bit of Patterson. My yeah. wife! Now let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. I want to applaud Louisiana Tech and their head coach, Sonny Cumbie. They have suspended linebacker Brevin Randall for stomping on their opponents, uh, the offensive lineman. You may have seen this, the replay on that, his head and his neck stomping on his head. I mean... There is no place in football. I know it's a physical game, and I know it's an emotional game, but there's no place for this in football. Stomping on a man's neck while he's laying on the ground. 
Brevin Randall should have been suspended. Want to applaud University and their head coach for uh, for doing that. And I don't believe that Randall should be kicked out for the season. Gone. But a message needs to be sent. And I believe they've sent it. They said, and I quote, they believe in culture, class, and competitive excellence. This was the right thing to do. And I want to applaud them for doing it. No place for that in the game of football. Are we out of time, DT? Uh, I'm afraid so, Buck. Man, I got some more I want to talk about. Tease it for tomorrow. All right. We'll do it tomorrow then. Appreciate you hanging out 10 to 11 Monday through Friday here on The Fan for the Buck Baloo Show. Nick and Chris are coming up next. They're at Hooters. Cumberland. Get over there and see them. You might win some postseason tickets. I'm just saying. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer.